0: I am Rohit and welcome to my podcast. In this podcast, I talk about the issues we are facing in our country. Whatever I say in here is my personal opinion and I do not mean to disrespect anyone intentionally or unintentionally. Today I am going to talk about the education system in our country. The education sector in India is the largest in the world. It contributes about 138 billion dollars, which is 4.6% 4.6% of our national GDP, making it one of the biggest. The Takshashila and Nalanda University were the oldest universities in the world. Moreover, India had a significant contribution in the study of concept of zero as a number, negative numbers, algebra, etc. However, we had a downfall during the British era. The Britishers cut down on the financial resources of Indians brought in several restrictions. These restrictions didn't allowed majority of Indians to spend on education, which led to a rise in the illiteracy rate. Coming to modern day, there are a lot of flaws and problems in this system. Here, we'll try to talk and understand some of the problems of the education system. Number 1. Legacy, not honor. Suppose there are 2 students, A and B, A always tops the class, gets the highest marks, always studies but never takes part in any extracurricular activity or has any other skills, whereas B is an average student but actively participates in sports and other activities. But in our country, A is deemed as brilliant student just because he scores good marks and B is considered a weakling with no substantial future. In schools and colleges, a lot of emphasis is given on achieving grades rather than achieving all-round development. Bookish knowledge is passed down from generation to generation of students. Number 2. Zero functional literacy and market knowledge. The syllabus and curriculum is outdated as compared to other countries. It's like we are still using java based mobile phones while others are using iphones and androids. If we look in the past, since past two decades, there has been almost negligible changes in the syllabus. Plus the curriculum has zero basics on how the market functions and how the economy runs. 3. Lack of Capital The absence of adequate assets is the fundamental issue in the improvement of the sector. Imagine you are studying in a class, which does not have a blackboard, or benches to sit on, or the teacher does not take your class, which is what happens in most of the government schools. How will the kids get education if you fail to provide them with basic educational facilities? A lot of schools in India don't have playgrounds, libraries, sans gear. Without them, the desired outcomes cannot be accomplished. Every year. There is a budget on education sector, but it needs to be properly channeled through appropriate pipeline so that it reaches each and every sector where it's needed the most. Number 4. Expensive higher education. The expense structure of various establishments and institutes is out of common person's reach. The fees of some top colleges is in lakhs. For each semester, it is past the range of a regular person's expenditure limit. More than 23 crore people have been pushed below the poverty line due to COVID crisis. It isn't feasible for every person in our country to afford the costs of such institutes, which is why a lot of students drop out despite having the talent and the potential. Now, I've talked about some of the problems in the education industry. But how can we overcome these? Number 1. Laying down the basic structure of education The first and most important step in solving most problems in the current education system in India is that legislature must enact a legislation which lays down certain basic regulations that have to be followed by all educational institutions across the country. This legislation must aim at bringing uniformity in education provided by various institutions. This would mean that schools and colleges across the country will have to function in a systematic manner and follow a line of action. Number 2. The International Inspiration More insights on the legislation can be taken from the education systems of other countries like Poland, USA and Japan. In these countries, There is no distinction in the curriculums and the schools are on the same level. I mean, it's never too late to get inspiration from some, right? Similarly, the University Grants Commission or the UGC must govern all universities and colleges and all universities must be accredited by it. There must be no titles such as deemed or to be deemed universities and the power to give accreditation shall be vested only with the UGC and no other authority. The curriculum for a particular course must be strictly laid down and followed. To ensure implementation of all guidelines, every university should have personnel presiding over its action. The UGC must be the only central authority and governing body making the decisions, otherwise anyone like you and me would get up and change the rules. With the low standard of educational institutions, India still has a far way to go. The problems are multiple and too huge to be solved in a short span of time. A lot of decisions and factors are needed to be employed simultaneously. The unified system, as I said, would lead to equal growth of students without any bias and will also lead to a better governance. Further, with equal opportunities given to every child irrespective of caste, class, or social background, the government will get an opportunity to review the reservation system and its needs in the society. But ultimately, the unified system will benefit the students. This will further advance the global standing of Indian institutions and bring them at par with leading institutions of the world. I hope you enjoyed listening to me. And I'll be back with new topics. Thank you.